You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and with me always is my good friend, Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. All right. Man, it is almost Thanksgiving. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Stuffing myself. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. eat. I'm Turkey. Eat. You got any family coming down? Uh, I, don't. I, don't think so. no, I don't think so for me. I'm you yes. know living with my family, so you know I don't want any more. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you got good family. Uh, we don't Jay. need anybody else coming in. They get they mess up my hobby that's room. That's right. Yeah, actually, my folks are uh, in town, so um, we're um, they came down for our um, you know vacation or whatever to hang out with us for the month of uh, November. So they're going to be here, and I think my dad and I last year fried a turkey. That's right. You're going to do that again. I think we'll probably try it again this year. Yeah. All right. Yeah, good. I'll call it the fire department. Uh, yes, please. It's time to have frost the turkey by. before you stick it in the in the fryer. You might have an <laughs> unexpected defrost. guest. That is correct. <laughs> Dry it out. You, you might have an unexpected guest. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I heard your turkey, your fried turkey, is really good. I might have to stop by. Oh, oh yeah. Well, there well, you right. go. Come on over. All yeah. right. Well, you're not family, you so you're going okay. By. Yeah, yeah can, you're not famous. So. <laughs> I, I, I caught a plane going by. I thought I'd stop in for a minute. Just grab. I just got to get yeah, a turkey absolutely. leg, and I'll be on my way. <laughs> hey, I get this phone call. Hey, can you bring a turkey leg down to the airport? I only have about a 30-hour layover, a three-hour layover. Well, uh, the good news about this, uh, although Thanksgiving is right around the corner, it's Black Friday. Ooh, very good. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this Black Friday. Why is that? Kind of went to the... That jet rally a few weeks back and wound up, uh, unknowns to our listeners, I think uh, Spencer in that last one basically said, uh, you know, oh, there's going to be a big reveal. But I actually did wind up with two airframes. So Black Friday is uh, Servo Day and all the good deals. Um, you know, we got we all are lined up trying to figure out what we can get and try to start putting these things together. So. No, going to be a long, long Christmas. <laughs> well, it sounds good for. Wondering, uh, go ahead. I, I was just wondering: is is the turban too big to fit in a stocking? Oh yes. Oh yeah. It's okay. Plenty. Uh, picked up an F eighteen. It's a one eighth scale, so it's uh, seven and a half feet long. Wow, that's. Yeah, I don't think I'm you fly. I don't one, think you fly so that in the park. Way above my head. Wow. Uh, no, you can't fly that in the park. So. We'll have to create a whole, I think Jay said after he found out that uh, we're going to have to create a whole new Park Flyer Turbine Edition, and I'll just go off on my own <laughs> with my, with Spencer and Barry, and you guys can just do the park flying for now. So, um, more of an adult side. I you worked know. yourself out of a job, bud. <laughs> I did. What the heck? Yeah. Sniff. Well, you know, the crazy thing, too, is Jay's been sending me uh, these deals for, you know, foam airplanes and... I'm like, oh, I should get that, or oh, that's a good one. But man, I got to save my money for this, <laughs> this other airplane. Yeah, I mean, you already missed. I sent you a, a really good one for the P51. Uh, yeah, a yeah, nice size yeah. P51 from Tower Hobbies that they had on sale. It was um, yeah. for ninety nine bucks plus fifteen dollars off and free shipping. So eighty five bucks, yeah. man. Yeah. Whew, 
nobody wanted that deal. What good, what good is it to be a plane broker if you, if you guys aren't buying any of these things? Well, we don't have to buy everything you send us, right? Oh. What, but Mike, do you buy everything he sends you? No. Well, there you go. So. Well, you, you, well, you bought the, the last one. You, you, you got that last one I did, and that was what, the shark? Um, yeah, the shark. You guys I did, did but... the, uh, I sent out another one. Um, AK Mike didn't do that one, but it was for the uh, T-1000s or T-100s or whatever, soldering irons. And, I, and, I and you had bought two yeah. of them, right? <laughs> Crazy nut. It was too good of a deal. To Spencer pass, got one. I did. I don't know, I'm sure Barry got one, but Spencer. I know Spencer got Spencer one. Spencer and Barry both oh, yeah, got one. There yep. you go. So, <laughs> so spreading the love. Oh, speaking of that, by the way, I'll I'll do a plug for the TS100 because um, we when we were in California uh, at the Jet Rally, this guy comes running through the tents and asked one of the other guys. Hey, do you have any soldering equipment? And nobody did, which was really strange to me. But anyway, I guess you don't have to solder a whole lot on the turbine. I don't know. But a, uh, all of a sudden, I hear Barry comes over and goes, Mike, Mike, Mike. He goes, uh, do you still have your soldering stuff? Because I actually took my little soldering bin, A, because I have my, my foamy there. And he said, and I said, yeah, I do. And he goes, this guy needs um, you know, to borrow your soldering iron. And I said, yeah, sure. Do you know how to use a TS-100? He goes, I've never heard of it. I said, well, you're going to enjoy it. So we turned it all in, four-cell battery. Unfortunately, I didn't have the um, – I forgot the the uh, change. You know, he had a – I have an XT60 on the end of my battery thing, and he had something different, like a Dean's plug, and I forgot the little adapter that was, switches it. And nobody had a four-cell battery or a three-cell battery with the XT60 on it. So I w- actually wound up finding a guy with a generator – and we just plugged it in. So I turned him loose. I set up my little soldering station for him. And uh, I came back, you know, a couple minutes later. And he was like, oh, my gosh. He goes, Mike, I'm so glad I met you. And I'm like, you are? And he said, yes, I have got to get one of these. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he literally had a, cr- a crowd around him of everybody was like, hey, what are you doing over here? And he's like, I'm soldering, man. This is awesome. You know, just like a little pencil. And. And uh, so there were like three or four guys there that actually uh, were asking me about the TS. Where do you get that? You know, well, where does it come from? Where do you get the tips? And so I think there's going to be some jet guys out there that now have a TS-100 in their back. (laughs) Uh, Because just having a big, you know, those guys are used to soldering big things. And so they have big soldering units. And this thing was just a a joy for that guy to use. He was just, man, I got to get me one of these. So it was pretty funny. I'm sure you said... For just a, a small size turbine, I'll be happy to give you this one. <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy to give you one of mine, one of no. the three that I own. Yeah, give the I give know, you right? this TS one hundred right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, uh, so anyway, back to Black Friday. We're looking for some of those deals, and yes, I unfortunately was one of the guys that always bought anything Jay sent me, and now I've kind of reeled that back a little bit. So I think he's going through some withdrawals. Well, I mean, what's the bother being a semi-retired and having time to look through the whole internet for RC deal for you guys? And if you're not going to look at them, maybe you could start no. posting your brokerage stuff on the, on the Facebook page, Jay. For the yeah, that'll podcast. be good. You could just say, "Hey, look what I found." Oh, yeah, I, I maybe guess, our listeners could. I uh, guess I could do that. It would help out our listeners. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care about the, those <laughs> listeners. He just cares about the hosts. Well, you know, it does help that I know you guys. That's the thing, though. I, you know, I don't true. know all our listeners, but I do know you guys. And so when I see something that I know that you, A, don't have in your arsenal of planes or, B, mm-hmm. you know, tools because we talk about this stuff all the time. 
Um, sure. Like one of the last things you and I talked about was um, soldering irons, not soldering irons, um, hot glue guns and how there's no cordless or, you know, hot glue guns. Oh, right. And right, then, right. and then I, well, we thought they were no cord. Right. And then I was doing some research and I found some deals on some that were kind of cool and, and basically uses kind of your same setup for your, your cordless drills, but it's for a cordless hot glue gun. And I thought that that was fantastic. No, that is you fantastic. Know, don't have one yet, but yeah. you know, yeah, well, I don't either. Cause Glue guns. Well, now the weather in Phoenix has actually gotten better, so you know maybe I, I yeah. Could or once again, people who live gun, in Phoenix but... aren't really known for you know yeah. getting too well. You and Spencer, I guess, use glue guns, but <laughs> Spencer, <laughs> Spencer used it on his nose gear. <laughs> Why did it fall off on this hot summer day? I know because it's 150 degrees outside. <laughs> I don't know. I rip him about that all the time. It's pretty funny. Well, uh, this episode, I, I guess, has uh, given Jay his due for the last several episodes. Uh, we've, we've always gotten to the end of it and talked about his ASW glider and then never really just said, Hey, oh, we're we'll talking about it. I forgot all time. about it. It's been <laughs> several episodes now and I feel bad because he's actually been flying it, right? You've, yeah, you've yeah. I've been flying it, it quite and, a bit. So, um, so refresh our memory cause it's been three or four episodes, I guess, since we talked about that, but, uh, you got this, um, actually everybody kind of got one too. This was a plane broker. Deal yeah. This was my RC plane broker. So I was looking on uh, Banggood hobbies. They kind of had a good special where they were getting rid of um, these ASW-28s. They're made by a company called Volantix. I was able to score this deal where you could get one basically 105 uh, bucks delivered, you know, to your house. The great thing about it was it was, you know, uh, this company, Banggood, has like two or three sites. Uh, you know, they're one in China where quite literally they have to build the boat, put your, your supplies on it, and then you, you get your stuff. And then they have a... That's where mine's coming from, by the way. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you know, yours. And then they have a U.S. warehouse that's <laughs> yeah. out in California and it gets to you in like two or three days. So this was for the uh, ones that were in the U.S. warehouse. So I went ahead and wa- ordered one because I had a, uh, you know, the old company that used to make these. It was called Lanyu, I think. Yeah, Lanyu. And then it became Voltex uh, or Volantix. They had a our favorite glider, which is the Phoenix 2000. Uh, it's a two-meter glider. We've flown them to death, and this was the same thing with a T-tail configuration. So, you know, I had to get one since my other one was getting worn out. It has a molded fuselage, which we love, uh, especially Mike in Arizona there really loves it because, you know. Yeah, it doesn't scrape doesn't up. doesn't scrape up. doesn't get damaged. Yeah. You land it on the desert, cacti, all those things, <laughs> and you're good to go. On the, on, the, on the pseudo grass, it's really dirt and rocks. Yeah, pseudo grass. I like that. I think that's called AstroTurp. Anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> it's not as nice as AstroTurf. AstroTurf doesn't have as many rocks as we do. <laughs> so uh, the other nice thing about this, uh, as opposed to the Phoenix 2000, this is a 2.6 meter glider. So what about 8.3 feet long? So it's pretty, you know, it's pretty big. Yeah, it's a little bigger. Yeah, it's way bigger. So you know, which is really nice. Um, like I said, so I got it on sale. It was it's a full house, so it came with uh, six servos. Uh, you know, uh, two for the ailerons, two for the flaps and of course the elevator and, and rudder so you know comes out right. to six so it's which is really nice all installed pretty much plug and play um the nice part about this plane is you know kind of like uh your motion rc all you need is a screwdriver mm. right you know and that was the same with this one pretty much all you need was a screwdriver there was really nothing for you to glue together so that was really nice as opposed to the old uh 2000 which p- pretty much was the same way 
Um, but there was a few more steps to it. Um, one of the nice things, since this is the, with this particular plane, it's just not the same thing. It's now they have version two. So they took some of the people who mentioned some of the problems they have with the old version and they made some improvements upon it. So one of them, which I really love, which really totally makes the plane, uh, it's easy to break down and it's easy to put together mm -hmm. because uh, the old system with the wing, you know, which was only a two meter wing for, like I said, for the Phoenix 2000, then now they include a wing clip. So the wing actually snaps in to the fuselage as opposed to sitting on top of it. And then you have these little rinky dink three meter screws to screw them down. And AK <laughs> Mike knows about that, that, you know, they, they yeah, align oh we so well and so quickly, think, right? you know, <laughs> how long does it take to put your, to screw those things in? Too long, too long, way too long. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, it, it's a, it's a real problem to get them lined up or you get one lined up or then you don't tighten it down all the way, or then you have a piece <laughs> of your servo cord sticking out and oh then it's all, God. you know, lopsided. It's a pain in the ass basically. But with this new one, they break apart. You take your servo lead, snap them together, push them into the hole, slowly wiggle them together. And they, then they both snap and then that's it. The wings are on nice, quick, simple. In fact, it's a lot easier than my, um, I don't know if you can see it behind me there, but my uh, Radian Pro, which is also 2.6, 2.5 meter uh, glider, uh, right. to put the wings together for that, you know, uh, takes quite a while because I have to screw in, you know, after I put in the wing joiners, you screw it back together, all the wing sections together, and then put it, you know, screw it down on the plane. So it, it basically takes me 15, 20 minutes to kind of get that plane together. This plane, basically, it's like six minutes to pull all the pieces out and snap it all together. So it's, it's a big improvement. Now I will say that, uh, you mentioned earlier, this is a plug and play. So for most people, they can pull it out of the box, screw a couple of, you know, components on, snap the wings in, throw their battery and go fly. But me knowing you, that is not the case because there's got to be 15 modifications that you've read about that you've got to do. Jay never does that. Wow, you know me so well, Mike. <laughs> You're making me blush. Okay, so it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but it's a big improvement to the first one. One of the big things that they did with this one, they put they, they put a lot of carbon in it. They put a, you know, beefy spars. They put they put carbon in it all throughout it, which is really nice, except it didn't go far enough. So, you know, you have this, like I said, 2.6 meter wing, it goes 2.5. And so the very, very, like that last one third of the tips has no carbon in it. That tends to flex quite a bit. And I watched a bunch of videos and the, the guys would go put it in a high speed dive and it would just be, wah, 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 you know, going when they're, when they're pulling up out of the dive. So I went ahead and got myself some laminate, which I have plenty of, and I laminated just that one third of the wing. Uh, to, just to keep the vibrations down or the, what would you call it, the flexing down. So that was one of the things that I did. The problem, too, with this particular design and the Phoenix 2000, if you remember on ours, the, the location for the battery tray, once you put your battery on there, normally you had to move it way back towards the back of the plane. Oh, yeah, mine actually goes up under the spar. It goes up under the it spar. Goes, it goes way further back than I imagined it would. Right. And, I, and I'm using a fairly small battery, like a 1,000 or 1,300 or something. Right. And I think AK Mike uses a 2,200, right? Three, yeah, exactly. Three yeah. And yours had to go back mm -hmm. as underneath the spars while well, I go way back in that tray. It, it goes way back, yeah. yeah. I put new Velcro and strap and stuff. <laughs> You'd think they would address that problem. Well, no, they didn't. Now, it wasn't a problem in the version one, 
because you know the whole you could use the whole floor of the of the glider. Well, in this version oh, two, right, right, right. they tried to make it more realistic, so they added in a wheel, like like the real glider. Well, the problem is, is now they That's put the wheel, though, and then they right? put this big foam honking foam cover. <laughs> it is it is freaking huge. So it's not retractable. No, it's no, it's not retractable. It's permanent. I mean, yeah. okay. if you want to go, you know, crazy and make some retractable retractable system, I guess you can. But it it's not exactly to scale. You know, it's it's real. It's a huge wheel. I mean, it almost looks like it's like it should be on like one of our uh, cubs. You know, for uh, yeah, <laughs> for tundra wheels. Cub. That's how big it is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not it's not quite the scale. So that's in a way. So either you need to carve that wheel out of the way so you can push a battery back there, you know, kind of, or, um, what I found that you could take like an 1800 or a 1500 milliamp battery. Uh, and, and also with this plane, it, you can either use a three cell or a four cell, but really to get the oomph out of it, you need to use a four cell with this particular battery, uh, with this particular glider. So I found that if I could turn one of my 1800s sideways, I'm able to put it right up against that, that hump, and uh, tie it off. You know, I just use some, I have some old, like the real long wire, t- uh, wire tie, zip tie type things, and I'm able to tie it off. So sideways meaning left to right or sideways meaning long ways just up on its end? No, uh, left to right. It's wide enough to take a 1800 milliamp battery? Yeah, the bay is huge. In- I mean, in- that, that canopy comes out quite a bit. So you, it's, wow. it's able to squeeze right in there and hold tight and... And it works out huh. well. That it balances well right there. Now, I I don't exactly like that because it is a little tight, and therefore it push it does bow out just ever so slightly. And the canopy that they use now, if you remember on the two thousand, the canopy would just snap on really firmly and would just stay. You know, it had a real right, firm yeah, connection has, whenever you, whenever you snapped it on. Yeah. Well, this the way this canopy works, they give you a clear canopy, a little pilot. Well, when you put the battery in this way, you can't use the pilot because he gets in the way. So that you have to just he hangs out you have the to, bottom. Yeah, you just <laughs> yeah, it bottoms yeah. out against them. So you have to just kind of throw him out or you know separate, and just put the canopy on. Well, the canopy uses these just well, they're snaps, but they're real light, not hard plastic, but a soft plastic snaps or little. Yeah, I guess they're snaps, and they're kind of if you when you put them in, they don't they don't have that firm click like the other one did. It, they just kind of mush in there, and you're like, did, did that go in or? They don't. Re- so they're like they're almost like a thumbtack with a with two little clips on it. Kind of. I think I've seen it, those. It, and they're just not when you. It's kind of hard to describe, but when you put them in, they don't have that really firm that little click right, that the other right. ones had. This just has this soft connection and it, and it holds, but you're just like, eh. So it, that was just kind of iffy the way you know. I don't feel really confident. Plus the the other thing, if you remember, the canopy on the two thousand was rather thick and solid. Well, this one's more of a Lexan, and it's kind of thin. So if you pull on that, if you're trying to pull it off or on, you can actually crack that Lexan if you're not too careful. Oh, the clear part over the yes. canopy, you mean? Yes. Right. Well, that is the canopy. Well, the the Phoenix 2000 canopy was, was all one piece, and there wasn't a pilot. It was just black. It was just so black. Yeah, it was like a molded plastic right. or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a molded plastic. Well, this is more of a Lexan. It's a lot softer. It's a lot thinner. So it doesn't have that nice firm, you know, security. Right. And I've and I've written just covers the frame is what it does. Yes. The frame of the canopy. Yes. So so right. what so what I read a lot of happens to a lot of guys, they go through these canopies or they end up cracking them or some something happens. So 
So anyway, that's that's one thing that, you know, like I said, the canopy's weak. There's nothing you can really do about that. It's just just the way the plane's designed. What I ended up doing, I found that I could use two 1500 two-cell batteries. It's like two battery tray areas or two areas where you could put like your receiver and then your battery. Well, by right. by breaking them up into two two-cells and then putting a, a serial, uh, serial? No, yeah, serial, um, not a jumper. What do you call those things? Serial cable. Yeah, serial cable. So I put a serial cable between the two two-cells, make it a four-cell, 1500. I'm able to push, you know, uh, use both trays for everything, and it balances out perfect. And I can use my little pilot. I can put him back in and then put the canopy over him. So it works out rather well. He's happy now. He's happy. He didn't get and it looks, to the side. Yeah, and it looks good. So the other thing about this particular plane, and I don't understand this. So like I said, it's plug and play. So you're supposed to plug it up, hook it up with your three cell and go. Three or four cell. And like I said, with a three cell, you're, it barely gives you like, uh, I want to say, I think I got 10 or 14 amps out of it at full power. And it was barely giving me 30 watts. I, I, it was really low. And that's with the same size propeller or did you increase? No, I didn't do anything. I, I was flying stock. So that's when I went okay. to the four cell and then that gave me the oomph and it gave me the wattage that I was looking for. But the, with a right. three cell, let's just say it would be very anemic to fly it around. Well, originally these didn't come with motors anyway, right? Couldn't you get the ASW without a motor? Well, you still can. You still you can get it in a kit form if yeah. you want it in the kit form and put your own motor and and uh, escape it. Well, no, but you don't need a motor or anything. You can actually slope sort or oh yeah, sure, or, sure, absolutely. You know, it's a sailplane, right? So if you had enough uh, lift, you could get it up there. Sure, if you yeah, you, absolutely. Like I said, they have it in a kit form, and even when you buy this form, they give you a nose if you want to take your motor out mm-hmm. and you you just want to have it purely for slope soaring. They give you right. a nose so that you can just glue that on the front and, you know, go that route. Anyway, the problem with the problem with this setup, as opposed to our old Phoenixes, which worked pretty much out of the box because the motor they gave you was geared specifically for a three cell. You, you really couldn't use a four cell. You know, it just wasn't rated for it. This Yeah, you'd burn it up. You'd burn it up. And so this one, they rated it for both. Well, they rated it, but they set it up for the three cell. I was running a four cell. And next thing you know, my motor's screeching every time I go to full power. Ooh. Screech. Screech. So wait, the uh, ESC was set up for a three cell. So it was still set up for a three cell and the timing was off. Right. So, okay, no problem. Let me get a manual and I'll figure it out. Oh, not only was the timing off, they didn't have, they didn't put the brake on it as well. Oh, <laughs> so now it's spinning around, dragging you to the ground it, it, again. It flew, yeah. The first time I flew this, it flew it flew horribly. Yeah. I was flying around. I went to glide. It just fell out of the glide. I'm just like, wow, this thing just, it's real lethargic. It's, you know, it's flying yeah. horrible. What's wrong with it? And, and I looked and sure enough, as it went by, you could hear it, you know, as the, as the motor's oh, yeah, winding yeah. down. I'm like, oh, there's no brake on this. <laughs> why wouldn't the brake, why wouldn't it come with the brake set automatically when you, right out of the box? This Especially thing for a glider, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you would think for a glider. Absolutely. So you'd think, like, this thing would come with, like, instructions. Well, it came with no instructions or a manual. So I hunted around the interwebs, and I found a manual. And in the manual, they had some, They had a little itty-bitty blurb that says, oh, we'll make you so happy to put brake on. So I read, <laughs> I read in the, the chinglish, a little chinglish. how to do this. 
And it wasn't very clear. Uh, you know, it took me a few tries to get it, but I finally got the break on and I did it by accident. So I, I <laughs> so I wasn't very, I wasn't very pleased that that happened, you know? Right. Yeah. So they didn't have anything on the website or from, uh, Avantic or whatever the, no, not, not, not readily, readily found. Right, I had to go digging around a little bit and it wasn't too, you know, I eventually found it, but I'm just saying what it it wasn't like in there. It, it said, hey, readily, please go to yeah, this website to get the instruction manual, right. like printed on the box. And you go, oh, okay. So that that, that kind of, you know, sucked. And then so I go, okay, I, I know what the problem is. So, I, Jay, I'm kind of upset. What's that? Um, I, wrote, I wrote that manual. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I didn't. Well, my heart I'm did soar, Mike. So don't feel too bad. <laughs> okay, good. Your heart soared and your, your airplane soared. So I got the brake on. The brake's working. Fantastic. Now I have to fix this timing issue because I can't go anything past three-quarters throttle. Do you think I can find anything on how to change the timing? Well, you listen to the beeps and you move your stick around and then you go into the programming mode. How hard can that be? Okay. I follow you. Usually a lot of times you get like escapes <laughs> like this and there's maybe like three yeah. choices, right? Right. Right. This one had 18 Eighteen choices. Eighteen different Half throttle, quarter throttle. Eighteen one different, quarter throttle, eighteen one and different one beeps throttle. is what I'm talking about. Instead of you know beep oh, beep yeah. beep, you know then it just yeah. and then it had the half squeal wow. or half beeps, you know different tones. And I'm like, <laughs> are you serious? And this thing just right. went on for like eight. I counted them all out. It was eighteen of them. So I'm like, okay, was it like a helicopter escape or something. I don't know, Mike. It, that wow. that was the part that was you know I couldn't figure out. So I figured, oh hey, there's a. You can contact, you know, Volantics. Here's how to contact us. Right, right. So I wrote right. them and contacted them, and I never heard, all I heard was crickets. I never heard anything else from them yeah. again. They never wrote me back. They never <laughs> contacted me. So I went to uh, RC Groups because I figured, ah, ah, I must not be the, you know, I'm not the first guy that this happened to. Sure. And for the guys that it did happen to, there's no same way thing. that they could figure out anything about the manual. Other people wrote the company, same thing. They never wrote them back. Or they only well, that's an easy fix. You know that, right? Yeah, it was. I, I got a different escape. Right, exactly. You just pull one of those out of your bag and you stick a new one in yeah, there. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> I ended up. Get rid of that one. Yeah, uh, I was. I've got a whole stack of them over here. I just <laughs> pull one out. Right. So it's got to be 40 amp, 50 amp. I got it. Yeah, yeah. So that, luckily that's what, what happened. I was able to pull out a, a Turnigy one that I had and I whipped out my card, stuck it sure. in, programmed it, and, I, and away I went. So, you know, it, it just, it was just annoying that you get something and you figure it's going to be all set up for you. And this one was totally not set up for you. Right. So all of that, what other mods did you do? Okay. So one little problem, uh, that this particular plane has our uh, Phoenix 2000 used to have it, but it, it didn't amount to much because the canopy sat on so firm. Well, at this one, the 10 inch prop is like just the right length that it catches right under the canopy. It can just catch it. So the canopy sits far enough back that the propeller will catch the front of it, or it catches the back. No, it catches the front of it, just just the just a little bit of the edge. So if you don't push your pins in to really get it tight against the uh, the fuselage, right? That the tip of the propeller can just catch the just the little wafer thin tip of the canopy and pop it off. And now it's wedged. Right. Oh, it pops the canopy. And it can pop off. the canopy off. Okay, and it's just at that right angle where it kind of slices right up and pop can pop it off. Sometimes the propeller would happen on my two thousand too. 
like you would catch the canopy. On yeah, that every way. yeah. Sometimes when oh, you start right. it, yeah, every every, yeah, every once in a while. So um, because of that, it, huh. that was a pretty easy fix. I was able to get like a um, like a triangle wedge of scrap plywood or or balsa wood. I painted it white and I just got some uh, quick grip and stuck it to the uh, side right before the canopy. So it was like a little wedge sticking against the fuselage, you know, fuselage, a little wedge. wedge. Right, right. So that every time, the, you know, with the with the side that rot with that side that rotates the right side. So every time the the propeller would stop, it would hit that little stop, angle it up and over the canopy, and it worked out perfect. Huh. I'm sure it adds to your uh, glide ratio too. That aerodynamic uh, stubby on the outside of your camera. Well, you, you don't even notice it, man. I, you, I, I, I don't think you'd even notice if you saw it. It's a sound generator, right? It's a sound generator. Yeah, you know, like like when you go by really fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. I it's a, it's a just tell everybody it's a vortex generator. For oh, the, <laughs> there you go. Canopy. A vort. It, it's I I should put a no step on it. It's, you know, for the pilot there you go. No step. It's a ACM pod or something. <laughs> ECM pod. Another thing that uh, I didn't like about this particular well, like dislike. Uh, one thing I liked was the foam. They they definitely came up with a different formula of EPO foam. So it's really nice, it's smooth, but uh, it's a little denser. It's a little harder. So they didn't go with regular hinges. They went with foam hinges, kind of like the the old 2000 did. But where the 2000 hinges move really freely, these are freaking stiff. I mean, like, it's like pieces of, you know, plywood. The So the, you can't just move them back and forth and have them... You can, but because it's in? so dense... You know they get a, they get a little bit more looser the more you move them, but it's not like you know most foam hinges. You just move them a couple of times and then they're they're pretty good. These are so dense right. and so stiff that you move them a couple of times. Yeah, they get a little looser, and then you go back to move them again. You're like, oh, did I even attempt to move those things before? They're just really they're really thick. They're really dense, and they they just make horrible foam hinges. I mean, you know. Like so you, is there is there enough foam on either side to cut? Them yes, there there is. You you could hinge? put you could put you know, regular um, pin hinges flat, there if you want, flat, or flat yeah. hinges if you want. It's just it's just a you know another hassle if you want to do that. I I was mm-hmm. debating on whether to do it myself, so I've been flying it and it's flying okay. But compared to the two thousand, where it's that's a real sporty plane as in maneuverability. This one's sure. uh, I'm not going to say it's a pig, but it's you kind of have to slow down your reactions because if you fly the 2000 and pick this one up, you think you can throw it around the same way? Yeah, no, it's not. Well, it's a two-meter glider, so you're not going to be able to throw it around the same way. Hmm. I mean, well, 2.6, right? Yeah. 2.5. 2.6. Yeah, so so a question I had about the hinges or couldn't you just, like, cut away some of it? Like, like make not like not cut the whole Yeah, yeah. In, in fact, that's kind of what they did. They've They've already done that for you. So I guess I could cut some more. It's just it's just one of those things that's so stiff. And for the flap, like for the flap hinges, um, on the on the two thousand, you know, you have that forty five degree uh, like valley yeah. in between, so that you can go, you can get, you know, for the for and they have that on the flaps as well as on the ailerons. So you could turn the ailerons into making, you know, crow butterfly, or you can make spoilers because they can, or you can make a full length hinge. I mean, not hinge, a full length aileron because you can, you you know, you could tie it in with your mix that your flap and your right. aileron. They go, they the go both directions. Yeah. They go up, up and down. Yeah. The flaps and the aileron. This one, right. 
not so much. I, I wasn't able to do that. On this one, I can only do, only. you know, a crow or butterfly. You know, I can't do the same because I first put my well. The, I you my old. You got to do one or the other. You can't right. do both. Because I, I originally copied over my my mix for the two thousand over to this one, and then I saw I was trying to make it move in the same direction. I'm like, why? Why won't the spoilers come up or or whatever? And then I saw that there was no gap. They only they, oh. there was only a forty five degree cut on the bottom of of the wing, not on the top. So it's flush on the yes. Top. And now you're bending it against the foam exactly. Right. Okay. So I just decided, eh, I'm not going to do that. You know, if I'm going to do that, then I'll, I'll put hinges in there. You know, actual hinges. So I just have. Well, you know, the Phoenix 2000 was, you know, it. it, They kind of go out there and they fly it fast. It's, uh, you know, a smaller glider in the overall scheme of things. It's not something that's really short, but, you know, it's got full span uh, control surfaces. You can make it that way, and it is a sporty little glider compared to. The ASW, the ASW is not a sporty glider. It's a glider glider. Yeah. Like it's a soaring airplane. Yeah, it's, it's definitely soar. more of a soaring. And also like where you were just talking about where the uh, the Phoenix 2000, the ailerons went all the way, almost all the way out to the ends of the wings. You know, they, right. they took up the whole wing or, you know, with the flaps. Right. Mo- most of it. Yeah. yeah. This one does not. So you have less, right. al- you have more flaps, like but you have less aileron on this one. Right. So that also changes how well it turns. You know, because you now, have, did you? I, I know you and I talked about this before, but did you use any uh, differential? No, have you no, I haven't. I haven't done that yet. Okay, I have not done that. That may help. It may help. It may not make any difference, but it may. It might. Because now you're not. You know, you're not getting this drag, this asymmetrical yaw from both dragging around. You're only getting one. You know, one side that. That lives right. With, you know, yeah, I got to get more into that. I, I really have not used that much, di- you know, played with differential. So that's just one of those mm-hmm. things where I think uh, probably next time you come down, we'll play with that. Okay. You know, so. Yeah. Oh, uh, one thing that I did do, um, you know, that's pretty much the bad things about it or whatever I had to modify. Otherwise, like I said, the cool part about it is if you wanted to take this thing on a trip, you can break it all down. And it's throw, it throw it in your go. car and go. I love it. So it's a lot more portable than the how, old versions. How small? How small can it get? Um, well, you're still going to have uh, you know three, uh, well two six or two, two or three and a half foot sections of wing. Um, but like the T tail, you can you can take that all apart because it's all screwed together. Mm-hmm. So the T tail, you just get your screwdriver, oh, right. unscrew everything, pull it right. apart. You know, and and what I've done. Um, just so it sticks together better or it holds together better. I just put a little bit of uh, double-sided tape. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not totally relying on just two little screws to hold everything, you know, together. So that that's sure. helped out a lot. But um, like I said, if you want to go so, on a trip so, and throw it in, like like you did coming down for the uh, Arizona Festival, uh, AK Mike, mm-hmm. it's great because mm-hmm. that T-tail comes totally apart and you can throw it in your your carry-on like you did before so 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 fit in my golf bag then oh yeah and your golf bag will yeah. definitely work okay cool well uh, how big is your golf bag though because you're talking about a pretty long wing even when you split it in half it's still pretty long yeah but his his yeah, his, his golf fit. bag was pretty long yeah it was well, um i had still room like my phoenix 2000 wings were in there and uh-huh. there was still room on the end for more uh, yeah I, I think i think like this would three fit or four there. inches at least yeah Okay. So it might be. I it might be you. just. Shy. It might just be shy a little bit. I don't know. We'd have to see. Hmm. 
No, I think it would definitely work. But yeah, I, I loved it. Um, just the, the way that fuselage and everything works. Now, uh, I did try uh, one new thing, and that was I also got a new uh, receiver. And I think you have one as well, uh, Arizona Mike. It's what, the new Lemon Telemetry receiver. I do. But I don't think you've put it in anything. I have not. Great receiver. I love it. For our listeners, if you if you uh, want to know what this is, uh, Lemon this year finally came out with a telemetry receiver. Actually, they've had they have some telemetry receivers before, but this particular one is a seven channel receiver. Has diversity. It also has a vario and an altimeter in it, so you can get the beep 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 depending on what lift you're getting, and also it'll read out whatever altitude you're at. Along with that, it also comes with uh, an energy meter kind of setup or a suite. And in that, you can get amps, you can get your, um, yeah, you can get your amps, you can get your voltage, and you can get your milliamps. Uh, so you can tell how much, you know, capacity that you have uh, left in there. So it's, it's, real, it's really interesting and, and, and nice to so, use. So everything but GPS, right? Uh, yeah, it does not have GPS, and they don't have a GPS sen- sensor as, a, as of yet. But at least for, for what I'm doing, it's, it's working out well. Uh, it also has a RSSI. Which I know, like for your free sky stuff, you know your 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 radio will report out with the RSSI and stuff, and that's the sing- signal strength of your uh, receiver to your radio on how you know how much strength they're going between the two. So that's really you know necessary and 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 useful, especially with the glider. And you get up in a boomer, and all of a sudden you're you're like, hey, I think you know right. my RSSI levels down to you know twenty. Is that bad? And of course, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can't see. They're not yeah, talking to each other. That's where I have anymore. my alarm set. It's around twenty or twenty-five, so I know I'm. I need to get down, but I'm going too high. So I haven't gotten that high yet, but uh, it's pretty neat. Also, with this um, this receiver, or at least using the telemetry, um, Spectrum has a um, what, do want, what do you want to call it? You, you could take the telemetry data and you can view it. So at least for, let's say for me, I'm, I'm flying and I want to know how high I went. Like after well, the I can, flight, you I mean. can take that data, I can put it through this software, and then it will read back as to what that flight that I was on, how high I flew, how long, you know, how long it took, how long the flight was. I can look at all the parameters right. of all the things we were talking about, the, uh, you know, energy, altitude, RSSI. I can look at, it breaks them all out into different, different sections, and I can look at them individually or all together. And the cool part is... If you do have a, a GPS setup, and this is not just for the Lemon stuff, but this is for some of the other Spectrum stuff as well. If you have a GPS hookup to, uh, to your system or in your plane, then you're able to go to Google, Google Maps and map it on Google Maps, and you can see where you were flying in the air and where you were fly, what you were flying over. It's actually quite cool. So I've just dabbled with it. So it's, it's pretty neat. The government also thinks it's cool because now they can track you <laughs> and tell you you were flying. Yes, why were you flying over that power plant? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. Honest uh, judge, I was not flying over there. Well, according to this GPS track we have of your you know, AWS two twenty eight or ASW twenty eight, it's pretty neat. I, I I definitely you know I know um, AK excuse me Arizona Mike. I know you have one and and you have some other telemetry receivers. I do. This is pretty, it's pretty inf- interesting information just because now that you're dabbling in bigger planes uh, as I, as, as I, as, as, I can't even yeah. speak, as me. As you are as well. <laughs> yeah. So the nice part is you can go back, you can look at 
you know, um, how much, how much power you're getting out of your motor, right. you know, how much, how much of your battery you're using up, you know, how much your battery was sagging. Right. Right. And voltage. Right. It's, it's, yeah, I know, uh, Barry has stuff. that on, um, he just picked one up a, a module as well. And his little F15 was doing uh, 193. So <laughs> he was like, Hey, look, and, uh, you can go back on the radio and look and see what the, it doesn't tell him what it's doing while he's flying. I don't think, but he can see what the max and the min is. No, you can see the max, the min, and you could set it up where either it will read out. You could have it where it reads oh, out right. every 10 right. seconds or five seconds what his top speed is. He could put it on a switch. Sure. So every time he flicks the switch, it'll say out what, you know, for what his speed is or for a certain amount of seconds, it'll say what your speed is. Well, he's a listener. So there's some so neat there stuff go, that you can do. Take uh, Jay's advice, put it on a switch or have it read out to you. <laughs> then you can tell how fast you're going. Well, for me, I have my altitude on there. So um, I click, I have it on a switch and I click, I click the switch and like, if I want to know what the alt, what altitude I'm and at. And it says 390. Right. 400. Descend. Right. You know, <laughs> descend. <laughs> Don't want to fly over Don't 400. Don't want to fly over 400. Yeah, I called it in. I'm good. Yeah, I'm there good. you go. I'm good up to 800. <laughs> So now you've maiden the thing already, right? You've flown it. Several I've maidened times. it. I've uh, I've tweaked with it. Like I said, uh, I've I figured out all the stuff, the bad stuff. So it's it's flying really, really, really well. Yeah, uh, I, like I highly recommend it for people. And like I said, for a hundred and five bucks, you could you can't beat it. Even though the small little problems that it had, mm-hmm. you know, you can't beat it for hundred five bucks. Now I'd like to do. Uh, I, you know, my friend Jim here, he got a uh, Phoenix 2000 and I said to him, did you get a version two? And he goes, no, well, I don't know. Version one, version two. I don't know. He, he got his from Hobby King. He didn't get it from Banggood Hobbies, unfortunately. Mm. So he got a version one. Oh. Uh, and so the version two, as I've looked up and stuff, uh, that the version two looks way better. Um, well, the Phoenix once again, now, now the wings snap in. Um, it has the 45 degree on the top and bottom for both the flaps and the ailerons. So it's they fixed the problem with the you know the rudder where the rudder was kind of loose and goosey. They kind of fixed that. So they they pretty much made all oh and they put a whole bunch of um, carbon. Once again, not only in the wings but also in the tail, uh, in the elevon, uh, not elevon, in the elevator uh, actual flap. You know, uh, so that they made that stiff. They put it in the actual body of the elevator. So it's it's really nice. This is on the two thousand though, right? It's on the 2000, yeah. yeah I, I think version 2 came with a better motor and ESC as well. Uh, I think you may be right with that as well. Uh, and I think that one's more geared. Once again, they geared that one up for a 3-cell because it has a higher KV than than the one than this uh, AS28, right. so, ASW28. Okay, Jay, what is your longest flight right now on the AS28? Ooh, ASW28? good question, Mike. Um, okay, so on average, you know, I can easily get – Two minutes. If there's no, not even any lift, twenty. <laughs> I can easily easily get twenty minutes of just farting around. Twenty minutes. If there's no lift. Yeah, it sucks. No, no, no. That's what I, I said. If there's no lift, oh, that's, that's just like soaring a bad around. day. On a bad day, that's on the bad day, and I and I have to actually use the battery a lot. Oh. I can still get twenty minutes easy. Sure. Uh, on a on a fairly good day, um, with a with a chair, uh, I have got <laughs> so my neck doesn't hurt fifty. Yeah, so I, I've gotten fifty minutes. That's actually really standing good. up. I can I can do about forty minutes, and then I have to stop. Wow! I have to come down and land because I, I get a crick in my neck. 
if I'm, if I'm not seated. Well, I, I will tell so, you that so, um, Spencer has a uh, really cool chair he got from Amazon. It's a um, it's actually like yours, Jay. What do you call those? The uh, oh zero zero, zero gravity, gravity chair. Chairs. There you go. Take that sucker out there because then you can, as you get it up higher and higher, you can just lean back further and you don't ever have to move. So that thing was cool. I got to sit in it for a while and I was like, man, I got to get me one of these. Yeah, it's a good chair. That's and that's part of why I got it. Yeah. To go out, but you're not taking it to the field, unfortunately, because you're getting a crick in your neck for for flying 50 minutes. Well, I know I I take I take just like a regular folding chair type thing out right. there with me. Um, and, and the only reason I take I take it as opposed to the zero chair is because the past couple of times I've gone out, I'm so busy doing other things that I you know I don't get to the glider. You know, right, I don't get to the glider, right. and and by the time I do, I get up, I throw you know, grab, just grab my regular chair, get out there, fly for a little bit, come down and land and stuff. So. That's actually really good because even in living here in Phoenix, with my Phoenix 2000, I think I've only gotten uh, maybe 40 minutes of flying. Yeah, I, I still say for, for the longest flights or the highest flights, the one the ones that Mike, uh, AK Mike and I had Alaska, up in Alaska yeah. during that, and that was a cloudy day if right, I remember. And we, were up, and, we, and we were flying up in the mountains. That was like the best day that we've had flying those particular planes. I, I, it was an awesome day. Yeah, we both had multiple boomers. Yeah. And uh, we we both we both tipped out. Plus, Jay, you had those chairs that you could sit in them, and um, you really were you weren't like leaning all the way back, but it was easy enough to look up. Yeah, those are like, the zero gravity chairs. I no think problem he was at all. Talking about. No, 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 no. I didn't have no, those the, up in no. Alaska. These were just like a hammock like chair. Yeah, they were oh they were camp, camping. They chairs. were camp chairs, yeah. but they they, they, leaned, they a little they bit more rela- a little bit more relaxing. Yeah. 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 And that was great. We had a great time. There's nothing better than flying RC sitting in a chair looking up. That's pretty cool. I mean, how lazy can you get? Although I will tell well, you that it is way lazy, a but long it's, it's a necessity, ago. man. Yeah, I know. I will Come tell on. you a long, long, long time ago, uh, many, many moons ago, um, I was at a club and and they were flying some tissue paper and you know balsa wood airplanes, the frogs. Poor guy. He uh, he was flying so long he uh, fell asleep. So we're all like looking down there going, gosh, is that guy ever going to get out of the pilot chair? And then somebody walked over. And <laughs> is he, he dead? Like, yeah, right. They stuck a mirror under his head. They say, oh, he's still breathing. So I have no idea how long the guy had been asleep, but he'd been sitting in that chair for about an hour. You know, we kind of said, hey, are you done flying or, you know, what are you doing? And he uh, he looks up. He goes, oh, man, I know. I don't know where my plane is. And his airplane had gotten oh. up so high that you couldn't see it anymore. You know, it just was kind of flying around. So he just got up. He's like, oh, well. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't just leave your airplane hanging around up there. You got to ring it down. He goes, I can't see it. I don't know where it's at. I go, well, I can get it down for you if you want. So he handed me his controller, and I just pulled back, put it into a spin, and spun it to the, you know, spun it to where I could actually find it and see it. And no yeah, way! How, how, yeah. You don't have. You had no clue where it was at. Yeah, you're right, but how? it was green. It was bright green. So I just put it in a spin because I figured it was somewhere over. The thing didn't really travel very far. I mean, it just kind of was gliding wow. around in a circle up there, but uh, we did find it. We brought it down, so it was lucky, I guess. He could have gone into the next town for all I know, but I figured <laughs> I'd be like, "Well, it's got to be up there somewhere." And you know, if it's high enough, you can, uh, you know. But it spun so slow because it's just tissue paper and toothpicks. You know, what I mean, <laughs> not really toothpicks, but you know, it, it doesn't weigh anything, and it just was just floating around up there like a kite. So like floating around on a fart, yeah. a little warm air, and it was just, right. gliding just gliding around. around. So anyway, it's pretty funny. So yeah, don't fall asleep in your chair while you're flying, but it is good to kind of sit down and 
job. Well, I, you know, this the sport can be relaxing, but I, I never thought to fall asleep <laughs> in my chair. Yeah, well, let's just say he was, uh, you know, more mature than the rest of us is a better way to put it. Oh, okay. So, well, you got to take a nap. You got to take a nap. Right. So, oh, well. He tired himself out watching the airplane go around. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I can't be too... Uh, too hard on him because you know I was a younger guy then, and now I'm probably his age. So, <laughs> hey, I'm the, I am not against the good nap. I I I will not argue I that case. Argue that no, I will not nap. Jay's good at napping. I can verify that. I certainly am. I know because I'll text him in the middle of the day, and he won't answer me, and I'll be like, "Hey, he must be sleeping." <laughs> <laughs> or if I try to call and it goes to voicemail, I know he's taking a nap. I'm like, "Okay, it's nap time for the three year old." <laughs> That's, hey, man. <laughs> He's got a sandwich. Keeps me on my game with, when I'm awake, that is. I got my afternoon snack of raisins and a cookie, and I'm going to bed. <laughs> <sighs> Jay attends kindergarten class in the afternoon. Wish I could deny the point. No, you I can't. don't do that. Point. You can't. So let me get this straight. You, uh, you're a grown man. <laughs> Yeah. You're in your late, you know, tw- not twilight years, but we're getting there. And then all you do yep. all day is play with your hobbies and then eat yes. your uh, sna- afternoon snack, take a nap, come back out and play mm. time again with your hobbies. Yeah, it sucks to be you, brother. Well, wait a minute. He does chase the dog. Right? Oh, yeah, that's true. He does yeah, have yeah. a new dog. Uh, Hooligan, I believe, is his name. That's and, right. And uh, gets into all kinds Hooligan of trouble. Hooligan. Like taking his batteries under the table and chewing on them. <laughs> Yeah, he almost became Sparky. Yes, changed his name, name to Sparky. <laughs> like you said, that might have that might have learned a lesson from chewing. I, chewing I would have let him chew right through it, man. That would have been the last time he picked up one of those batteries. I know it was a brand new battery, man. Yeah. Oh well, and plus I live with that lady who lets me live in the house. Uh, yes, so she the... she might have. That's the part that I would have. Hey, honey, look at. Uh-huh. Don't mind that permanent smile that he has on his face. You know those burn marks that looks like the Joker. <laughs> the Joker. Uh, or uh, what is the what's that um, Christmas vacation with the cat when the cat was chewing on the wires and it oh yeah, and, yeah exactly. and now he's like a permanent fixture so, in the chair. You just see a cat out. So I, that's the part where if I had to go in there and go, oh, you know, there's this terrible, you know, I would get the why'd you leave it laying around? Why'd you do? You that's know, right. that's it. Throw all those things yeah. away. Oh, that's funny. Can I take a nap? Exactly. Yeah, so I just had cookies and milk. Going to bed. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, it, you're enjoying the plane, I take it. Oh yeah, yeah. immensely, immensely. I, I recommend it. I re- even though you know my little my little uh, complaints about it, I still recommend recommend the plane to anybody. All right. Well, mine should for be sure. here because I don't think you can get it. I think book. it's the best value out there for for a plane because even for a beginner, you know, if this is like your second or third plane and you want to fly this mm-hmm. uh, plane. The fact with that blown fuselage, that blown plastic fuselage, like a wiffle bell bag, yeah. which sounds really, you know, it's not the lightest plane, right. but, you know. Well, with a four-cell battery. Have we ever damp, like, wrecked our fuselages with all the flying with, like, the 2000s or anything? Uh, no. We haven't. And you know what? Believe it or not, I've crashed mine twice. I think I crashed Mike's m- once. And actually, Mike's yes. went straight into the yep. ground. I mean, we lost the yep. signal, and that sucker went down like a bag of hammers. Um, and it ripped the wings clean off. We put yours into mm-hmm. the ground with the battery, although yep. yours was on cement and it did crunch the nose. It did. It did, we, but it wasn't it bad. Well, you know, yeah, it wasn't going to work because it couldn't accept the motor anymore, but it was bent up enough that the motor 
Because we we use Mike's fuselage with your wings. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That that was that was the one that didn't that didn't make it. Yeah, because yeah, right. we crashed Mike's Stand and felt bad, so we took all your stuff. That's and right. And we <laughs> you, we took everything off of his and made it mine, yeah. and then we gave him we a new one. Right. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. Yeah, we felt bad. Which I fly there you today. Go. <laughs> that's and right. And we actually put some color on it so you could see it. <laughs> that's right. We decorated it and everything. You guys took all the fun away from me. What are you talking about? It. That was a great I was gift. Like, where is where is that plane? <laughs> no, where is that plane? I can't find it. And you guys said, put color on it. I'm I like, know, oh. right? Yeah. It, it looks like Mardi Gras flying through the sky. <laughs> that's, that's the way we decorated it. It does. But actually, Jay and I, a couple times, were like, where is it? Oh, there it is. Yes. Well, that's easy to see. That's true. So Now, you got another glider, too, right? I did. Uh, this one was kind of... Uh, just I saw some YouTube videos on it, and I don't know why I wanted it, but you know how you see something? Well, of course you do. You went to the uh, Jet Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. And you just want it, and you get it. Yeah, so I uh, I went ahead and got this uh, glider. It's by a company called Unique, and it's called the U-Glider. It was available at Hobby King. It's now uh, used to be able to – you can still get it at Banggood Hobbies mm-hmm. and also a company called uh, like F-Stop Hobbies. F-stop. Oh, F Hobby. Yeah. So, it's called F Hobby. Yeah, F Hobbies. Yeah. That's it. And it, and the nice part about the F Hobbies, uh, I they have a kit version and they have the uh, the plug and play version. Right. I went ahead and got the, the kit version so I could put, you know, everybody was complaining that the servos they put in this were crap. So I just decided to get the kit version and just kind of build it up myself. Mm-hmm. The nice part was I was able to get it once again, a great price. I think it was like 60 bucks free shipping, even though it was coming from. Uh, Singapore, I think, mm-hmm. and it came like in four days, three or four wow. days, which amazed the heck out sure. of me that it came so quick. So they actually had real EMS or you know air travel, right? Uh, or you know EMS is the equivalent to FedEx. Right. So I was quite impressed. Well, good. Well, it got there in plenty of time then. A- have you flown it yeah. yet? No, not yet. Right, I'm still, still tweaking it. putting all the parts and pieces. Uh, unfortunately, that was the one where. Uh, I got uh, the servos I ordered came from China, and they had to build the boat and then put the servos in it. And <laughs> exactly. You know, it took that long for them to get here. So I just got the servos I needed. Oh, well, it's it actually, that's amazing because I ordered the Ace, my, my glider before you ordered your servos, and it's still not here. So, <laughs> you know, honestly, they put it on back order. I don't know if they still, you know, if they're waiting for a production line or what, but it's okay. Yeah. I've got so many projects right now. I, I, I don't know what to, what to do. <laughs> I know that's true. So um, this particular glider, though, it looks like uh, a lar- uh, looks like a DLG mm-hmm. disc launch glider. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, one of the ones you grab and you twirl around in a circle like a, a discus thrower, and then you throw it. Now it's not a DLG; it just looks like one. Uh, has the same you know bones of one, right. uh, so it's really lightweight. It has a really efficient small uh, motor, a little itty bitty twenty gram motor in there, and since it's so light. Uh, it you know takes off like a shot, flies. You get it up to altitude, and it's light enough that you know hopefully it can catch like I said little mosquito farts or whatever for thermals. So that's what it looked like in the in the videos anyway. So I was like, right. ooh, that looks really kind of neat. And of course you know uh, laminated it and then did some modifications and you know, right. <laughs> I can't leave things alone. Yeah, I I don't even know why they send a manual to your direction because it's just. I, I'm looking at your wall back there, and I probably is not one airplane on that wall that hasn't been modified in some way or another. I it's a sickness. I I don't know. I can't. I've seen a doctor about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, you know. 
You just can't leave well enough alone. <laughs> oh, I got to modify that. I'm like, dude, I've got stuff that I built. The str- doctor keeps telling to modify What's stuff. That? He's been seeing a doctor about him, but, he, but the doctor keeps telling him oh, to modify. That's so. probably true. <laughs> been seeing a doctor, so. So yeah, for this for this particular one though, um, the only thing that I really modified was that the wings, like I said, are uber thin, and they're uh, they even though they do have carbon in them, mm-hmm. just the tips and the very edges of them are. I mean, they're wafer thin. So I went ahead and I put laminate on it so that now they're like. It, it feels like fiberglass that 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 the tips have fiberglass on them. Oh, that's stiff. Well, that's nice. So, you know, because I could just see myself putting it in the car or taking it in and out, and I was going to be bending. You know, just by picking it up and grabbing the wing tips wrong, right? Like you put your fingerprints right through. You know, right, right through the thing. Right. So, so I just toughened it all up. You know, pretty much that's all it. I I, I would say that you probably could get the uh, the weakest thing on this thing is the push rods. They use those snake uh, style push rods, but they use the most thinnest rods you've ever seen uh, so they you just look at them you you bend them that's that's how that's how bendy they are and even with even within the push rod you can bend them it with with the outer coating of that you know plastic or whatever so you're talking about the, when you say snake you're talking about a thin piano wire like wafer thin piano right. wire wife well, thin, and yes. inside a soda straw basically not even thinner than a soda straw. <laughs> so the the strength of the both put together is equal to a wet noodle. A human hair. Yeah, a wet noodle. <laughs> or a wet noodle, yeah. 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 So what what what's happening is is that when it went to push, you know, uh, an elevator or, or a rudder or, you know, an aileron or something, the uh, it would actually kink inside the hose almost, right. almost and, dra- right. and get draggy if you could believe it. And it was causing the little servos, they're only like five gram servos, to basically, you know, break the little gears or sure. to seize up sure. and burn up. Well, that makes sense. Well, and it's probably only good one direction. It can pull one way, but going to push the other way is good. right. It could pull one way, but it couldn't push the like other pulling way. a chain exactly. or pushing a chain. It's only going to work one way. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So what most guys were doing for the alerons, they were. Uh, just sticking the servos out on the ends of the ailerons right. and then just making a straight push rod right to the, uh, you know, to the oh, control right. horns and stuff. That makes sense. You know, and that, and that was working. I, for my mod, I just did away with it because it has so much dihedral in the wing that I just figured what the heck it probably turns better, just rudder only. So I just turned mine into rudder and elevator only, saved myself, what, 10 or 15 grams by not having any servos out there. So, oh, I see. You just uh, what did you glue the uh, ailerons or tape them or something? Since I went ahead and I um, laminated mm-hmm. it, I went ahead and got some lightweight spackle and I filled in the grooves oh, for the right. uh, that they cut in sure. there, and I just kind of filled that sure. in, and then I went ahead and laminated over everything, and you know you can't even tell anymore. Well, there you go. Good idea, Jay. Oh, thanks, Mike. About doing all the laminating and and the filling in. Yeah. That's all. Well, my doctor told me to do it, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he did. Exactly. Well, unfortunately, our hour's up. What? I know, right? Kind of goes fast when you're having a good time. Listening to Jay's story. Listen to my babble, yeah. Well, thanks. I actually, you know, it only took a few months, but I actually got to tell about one of the planes that I got. (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? I'm dominating this podcast? Come on now. No, no. No, mm-hmm. that's fine. I'm grateful for it. You know, He's it, not you know, like I said, it. unless we, <laughs> no. you going to the festival or going to different festivals or things coming up, 
helps fill our, you know, because we have some months where we're like, uh, anybody go flying? Anybody get a new plane? No, yeah, that's no. true. Oh, crap. <laughs> that is true. So, well, at least we're all keeping busy. And now that the temperature's better here, uh, you know, I go fly with the guys. And here in and Texas as well, right? And they're getting better every, you know, every week. Uh, you know, I get to go out and fly. I did it. I don't know if I told you, but uh, I don't know if I, did I send you the picture of the new, um, my new addition as well. I got a new 3D airplane. Uh, you you got something out. Of, I remember you sent me a picture. You got something out of the garbage. I did. Yeah. Uh, out uh-huh. of the garbage. Yeah. It wasn't really out of the. He garbage. was dumps, He was dumpster diving. The dude was dumpster diving at the, at his club. <laughs> was, that was not me. <laughs> oh, someone else dumpster dived. And then no, he got he was dumpster diving. No. Come on, dude. No, that's not me. I don't dumpster dives. Half the stuff in the dumpster is not salvageable anyway. I mean, you might be able to get uh-huh. something out of there, a control horn or something, but, uh, uh-huh. you know, because out at the club where I fly, there's guys that do have, you know, accidents. And they fly everything from small foamies to big turbines out there. Well, somebody had something in their garage. They were trying to give it away, and uh, they brought it out. And it was sitting on the table, and they basically said, yeah, you can have it. So I thought, well, that's a pretty good addition. I, You know, it's kind of a cool-looking 3D airplane. It's sizable. And you ever th- you ever notice that when you're out at the field or like we were at, you know, that the Jet Festival, size is relative. If you're in a big arena, it se- everything seems really small. So out at the club, because it's such a, a big open area, it's not a park, everything seems relatively small. Until you until put it you in your put truck. It, until you try to put it in your truck. <laughs> and it doesn't fit in your truck. And you think, uh, well, it'll fit in my truck if I put the, the tailgate down, because it'll just hang off the tailgate. Yeah, I can get it home like that. Then when you actually do get it home, and you realize that your third car garage is now home to a big 106-inch wingspan airplane, that third-car garage gets mighty small mighty quickly. So, yes, this is a 96-inch, I think it's 96 inches long, 106 inches wide, and it is a uh, an old uh, World Models Katana that somebody had in their you know, garage or whatever and waiting around and said, yeah, I don't want it anymore. You can have it. They took the big motor off of it. He wanted it. to park his car in the What's, garage is huh? what he wanted. He wanted to park his car in the garage. <laughs> That's, That's probably he true. <laughs> he needed a place to park his garage. Yeah. So anyway, now it's at my place. So it's a project. I mean, you know, that needs a lot of work and tender loving care, but uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Well, you know, once, so explain to the folks, it wasn't like, you got a whole plane and it just had free. It was in with the box, you know, take with a kitten. You know, no, it wasn't thing, like that. <laughs> um, evidently they had, uh, something had happened to the wings or one of the wings or something. But anyway, it was just the fuselage, but it still had the servos in the fuselage and it needed, it needs a motor and a wing basically. And, um, the only reason that I actually opted to, uh, agree to, to, remove it from the property was uh i could still get a wing so i wound up ordering a wing for uh for this airplane and it may be what 
my UPS guys said were coming was coming in because it said I have a delivery coming soon. So I ordered it from overseas, and I'm sure that something that large has to be once again they have to build a boat and bring it over. So as of this point, <laughs> I haven't gotten the wings, but I'm sure they're on their way. So. Just another thing to so add. Have you to decided, so have you decided what motor you're going to put in this beast? Uh, it requires a DA-120. Uh, huh. That's uh, a big, you know, a big move. It's uh, a huge That's what move. I like about you, Mike. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to fiddle around with any kind of glow engines. You just no. want to jump. Jump right to Feet there. first. Yep. Might as well. Into a gas, gas hauling, breathing, fiery monster. Well, that's kind of the way I did with the other ones, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that's true. Well, actually, what you got this before you actually did the turbines? Uh, or you, you yeah, the turbines. I've had this one, I guess, for a little bit. So it's just been in the garage, yeah. and I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Until I have to go in there and move it around, and then I'm like, "Oh my gosh, look at the size of this thing!" <laughs> or I get my wife come in here, and she goes, "What is that again? Yeah, you know, what are you doing with that? Are you keeping that for someone? Or you know?" I'm like, "Yeah, oh yeah, me." It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. So. Well, I'll just come in there and go. Oh, hey, did, did does Mike is Mike holding my plane? Oh, yeah, I think there's something in the third garage over there. Okay, I know, right? It's just one more thing to get my <laughs> you know wife all in a tizzy about putting stuff in the garage. She's trying to clean it out. Every time she cleans out something, I stuck something in there that's RC related. So you can tell our relationship is getting better as the days progress. Well, actually, that's true because she put it in the uh, originally. She put it all in the trailer. Uh, and then finally, yeah. you clean the trailer out, and then that became the RC trailer. That's right. So, you know, hey, it's all good. Yeah. Well, it's going to get even better. So, hopefully, by the electric festival, I'll have that thing all decked out and, you know, shelving, and we can put all our stuff in there. So, I'm excited. Excellent. Excellent. Well, man, this year is almost up. Holy smokes. We got uh, another episode here in in November, I guess, and then we're off to Christmas. That's crazy, ho, ho, ho. which is good because uh, we get to do our little Christmas uh, review of all the products that we found this year. That's always fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you found a couple. I did. Uh, yeah. Some of the, the places going between the electric festival and the jet yeah. thing. And so, yeah. And we get Mike to, to kind of chime in on this today or this this year, too. So you, you found some good stuff, Mike. Because of my move and stuff, uh, I haven't really found a lot of good choices or, you know, a lot of the things that I want to uh, to get for myself. Because, you know, my building has sort of right. slowed down, the move and the new job and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but I'm, I'm starting to itch a little right. bit, like, you know, get, get, get ready okay. to go. Well, just use Jay to surf to find the end of the Internet there when he eventually gets there. <laughs> Well, it's uh, been fun. I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. It's right around the corner. And uh, if you have family and Turkey Day or whatever, that uh, you spend it wisely. Go out and fly. Jump on our Facebook and post a couple of uh, photos of your Turkey Day flies. Oh, yeah. Or any uh, good good deals you've, you've seen for Black Fridays. Yeah. And uh, good deals for Black Fridays if they're coming up since it's around the corner as well. And... Um, yeah, we'll have uh, we'll put Jay on the uh, Facebook page as RC broker. So if we can find a good deal, we'll let everybody in on it, and not just the two, or three of us. Okay, okay. Well, that just means you have to order the stuff that much quicker. Uh, that's true, because when there's only two left. Now, if there's only one or two left, just let us know first, and then give us the first round. <laughs> uh, no, that's not kidding. fair to our listeners, I know, right? <laughs> 
Well, it has been a good night. Thanks for uh, sharing with us, Jay. We are uh, off to um, celebrate Thanksgiving here and um, be with our families and um, look towards the end of the year. And then the Electra Festival is around the corner. Holy smokes. Yeah. Wow. Let's take long. And season four. Unbelievable. Season four. I know, right? Got some new players More and action. new toys, and this ought to be a good year coming up, I think. So. We'll see. Mike, anything to add? You're uh, still kind of uh, waiting on the club members to get with you, right? Stop throwing rocks oh, at you. No, I, uh, I am an official member. I have been for a couple oh, okay. a couple weeks now, um, and uh, I, I I've a couple times gone out, got ready to go out, and oh, then yeah. it would rain. Well, that should slow down here shortly. <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. So. Well, good. Excellent. Well, uh, from Mike here in Arizona, and Jay from the hill. Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. 